You are now listening to Bodies by Design Radio with trainer Fred and Coach Donovan, where we talk about all things fitness, nutrition, and the mindset of how it all applies to your busy life. For more, head over to bbdforlife.com. Hey, hey, what's going on? Welcome to Bodies by Design Radio. I am trainer Fred. What's going on, y'all? Coach Donovan here. We are going to talk about a subject today that may be a little bit touchy, and especially during these times where uh, I feel like the social media, the news, everybody's got a stranglehold on everybody's thoughts and patterns and actions. And uh, recently, I made a post on Facebook about how the Surgeon General was talking about, you know, wear your face mask, do social distancing, let's bring the COVID-19 um, spread, let's bring it all down together. And I agree with him 100% on that point. But my, my question was, was, why aren't the top officials, including the Surgeon General, led by the Surgeon General, not speaking about preventative measures? Why are we not talking about things that we can do to where if you do get infected by COVID-19, how can we actually fend it off and if you get the symptoms or if you do get sick, you just basically go through the, you go through the pattern of being sick and getting well. Um, and, you know, before going into it, I just want to say, I just want to say something is like, you know, when people say, you know, not, not many people are dying from it. And uh, that's disrespectful to the people that have passed away from it. So this is a very real thing. And uh, it is part of our lives right now. It is taking people's lives. And the whole purpose of this podcast is to help and educate and also understand what it is that we can do to, like in our own homes, do preventative measures in order to be able to fend off any kind of virus, much less COVID-19. Because if you have an immune system that is super strong, you can fight this off if you have, if you're fit, if, you're, if your body is strong, if you're not dealing with any other disease or underlying issues you can fight this thing off in order for it not to get very dangerous. So that's our, that's our topic today that we're going to talk about. Uh, Donovan is going to talk about some of the things that he's doing. I'm going to talk about some of the things that I'm doing. Uh, I think a lot of them will be similar. But um, if I feel like if we all take actions as citizens and take actions and responsibility for our own health, we wouldn't have the government officials telling us how we need to take care of ourselves because we're, we'll be ready for anything that comes our way. Um, medicines, hospitals, nurses, they all have their places. And I'm so grateful that we live in a country that we, we, uh, we have those uh, abilities to be able to go to these hospitals and uh, get the care from these awesome nurses and doctors. But what if we can just skip the hospital and keep our bodies strong and keep our immune system strong and you know, get over this together as a community, as a nation, by becoming a nation of fit people instead of a nation of fat people. Yeah, man, uh, all very powerful. And a, a lot of what's happening right now is, I just want to make sure I get my, my thoughts together on this. A, a lot of what's going on right now is because when we started in life, when we were born, there was things that were already in place 
that we've kind of been pulled into. Right. And so my biggest challenge for everyone is to really be able to just think for yourself, really take uh, a, a deeper look at what it is that's going on. Yes, COVID is very real. It's here. So the preventative measures have to be in place. But let's take a look back a little bit and see why is COVID so effective? Why are the numbers and the way it's relayed to us, why is that so effective? And then what is it telling us? And the, the number one message that I can give before we get into this whole show is that what this is telling us right now is that there's never been a call for higher leadership. And the highest level of leadership that anyone can have is taking care of themselves at the highest level so they cannot be penetrated by the things that are going to come from the outside. Yeah. And um, so I'm excited about exploring some deeper things that we're, we're doing um, on a personal note and hope that it helps someone who's listening. Yeah. Well, well, let's dive into it because I feel like when you talk about leadership, uh, I think a lot of people may get confused about when we talk about leadership, we're not talking about you leading hundreds and thousands of people. We're actually talking about you leading yourself first, because unless you can actually help yourself, lead yourself and get yourself to a certain place, no one is going to respect you and no one's going to follow you. So if I was a trainer that was completely out of shape, if I ate garbage all the time, and if you caught me at bars, getting drunk every single night and coming over to the gym, hungover, I mean, how long do you think I will be able to keep my credibility? So in order for me to be able to teach something or in order for me to be able to lead anyone, I actually have to lead myself and lead by example. And that's something that we, you know, we, we do, me and my wife, Regina, we do inside the house. Because I told her, whatever that's going on outside of here, it doesn't matter. Because the way that we can affect the world is between our four walls that are inside of our house. That's it. That's how we can affect the world. We can create the next generation one child at a time if they are led properly, right? And that starts with the most basic thing that happens every single day of what kind of foods do you put on the table and what do you tell them is good and what do you tell them is bad and how much of what they can have and educating them about that from the get-go. Now, if you don't know as a parent or as a guardian how to do that, we live in the country of United States of America where it is flooded with libraries, books, podcasts, coaches, so many people that can educate us. All we have to do is have the initiative to actually go and receive the help, take the help, read the help, educate ourselves and actually put it into act and then put it into action. So with, uh, with me, Donovan, I'm just gonna go, go down a couple of lists of, of, of some of the things that I do, like personally, not my family, but just personally, to keep my immune system very strong. And, uh, and just because someone is not overweight, that doesn't mean that their immune system is actually uh, strong. That doesn't mean that at all. You can, be a, you can look like you have a healthy body fat and you can have a healthy body weight, but you could be stressed out of your mind and your immune system is compromised. So the first thing that I do uh, when I wake up in the morning is I, 
I yearn for silence. I don't turn on any music. I don't look at my phone. Um, what I do is I basically brush my teeth, go into the kitchen, and I drink 32 ounces of water, and I just sit there for about five minutes and just sit there. Once I do that, I make my coffee, and then I go into five to 10 pages of any book that, uh, that I'm reading at the time. I'm rereading the, uh, the four agreements again. So I'm basically going through five pages to 10 pages in the morning that way so I can get my mind set up as I go through that process. So, and you know, and, and the night before that, I always make sure I get to bed at least by 10 o'clock that way so I get no less than seven hours of sleep. So that's kind of like a baseline of what I do every single day that does not change whatsoever. And then we can go into more of the food and the nutrients and the vitamins and all of that stuff later on. What are some of the stuff, some of the baseline stuff that you do in the mornings or the night before? Yeah, well, I think the what you hit on there second is really important. So the night before, the the night routine is really important for me as far as like setting up my day. So um, around eight or eight thirty, I'm looking at the night routine, making sure that the the coffee pot is set for the morning, making sure that my water is filled up or or are set up for the morning. Um, that my clothes are laid out because what I don't want to do is wake up in the morning and have to start making a bunch of mini decisions that become stressors because um, what I need in the morning is just my time, yeah. right? And I don't want to use that time preparing for stuff that I can easily prepare the night before. So uh, definitely night routine is important. Uh, my, my thing is to get it in bed by nine o'clock if it starts to get past nine o'clock, I'm like a different person. I'm like, man, I gotta, I gotta try to get to the bed as soon as I can. Yeah. Um, but that gives me, um, again, a minimum of six and a half to seven hours of sleep because, uh, my alarm's going off at this point at four o'clock, right? I've tested a lot of different times. Four o'clock is good for me because it gives me a couple of hours before I have to interact with another human ever. And mm. so that two hours of time is so important. Um, so when I wake up in the morning, right now I'm going through uh, a transformation that I'm documenting publicly. And so my routine is I get up, I use the restroom, weigh myself, um, you know, take a picture of the weights, take my, my personal photos, and then get that posted. And then after that, I'm able to get into my time of reading. Um, so I'm reading a minimum of 10 pages every day. The book I'm reading right now is the law of success by Napoleon Hill. It is a massive book. It's 710 pages. Um, but it is, I couldn't have picked a better book to go with what's happening in the world right now. And my personal situation that I'm going through of leading myself. Mm -hmm. Um, so it, yeah, it's, it fits perfectly. Uh, after I read, then I get into um, anything that I highlighted in the book. I make sure I make notes on that and go back and really figure out what that means to me, why it hit me so that I can implement it as a principle in my life. Because what I don't want to do is consume any more information that can't turn into some kind of value in my life. Um, because I've done that a lot in the past and it, it just clogs up space. Mm -hmm. So then after that, uh, I get into you know, uh, some training sessions. And I look forward to, uh, depending on the day, seven or eight o'clock, and I'm going out and hitting a 45 minute walk. 
I've really enjoyed the walks lately because it allows me to slow down, get my mind right. Uh, I do have my phone with me if I'm walking. So if thoughts usually come up, I'm able to kind of journal. I have a, a journal that I keep in notes that I just type in every day, whatever I'm feeling or something that might come up as an idea because I don't want to keep anything in my head. Um, so I'll get that 45 minute walk in. And then after that, I mean, even still at that point, um, I'm in kind of a growth mode. Yeah. And so I really spend several hours in the morning just taking care of me because there's, after that, there's a lot of other people who need good energy from me, right? Who deserve good energy from me. You know, I got my queen, I got kids, we got clients and I want to be the best I can for them. So again, like you said, there's a lot more that goes into the day, which I'm sure we'll get into, but that that's my mind right first. Yeah. And I think that's that, you know, that kind of mirrors what, what you and I are doing is because if we don't actually get our minds right, we're not going to be right for the people around us. And I have two little kids and it's very unpredictable. They're extremely high energy. And anytime I've ever woken up too late or I've been out of my routine and I've just let stuff sit for the next day, it just, they demand too much. They demand too much time and too much energy. And especially right now with COVID where everybody is home and, you know, they're not going to summer camps or they're not basically giving us any breathing room. So we got to make sure we're able to be at a hundred percent. Um, you know, going specifically into what we can do to really fend off COVID-19 is some of the stuff that we just touched on and we'll get through the rest of the day as well too. The night before is preparation, leaving all electronics alone, getting at least, you know, six to seven hours of sleep. In the morning, finding some quiet time to where no one is around you, no humans, no interactions, no distractions, uh, going for a walk, reading at least 10 pages that way so you can get good information in your mind instead of turning over and looking at your phone and start scrolling through Facebook or CNN or Fox or whatever it is your poison is first thing in the morning. The first thoughts that should go in your mind are basically growth mindset. And that's what we're talking about. You know, as we go, as we go through the day, you know, not to go into so much detail because this will get super long, but the foods that you eat truly matter. You are, you are exactly what you eat. Every cell in your body is a representation of what you put inside you. Inside you, And uh, one of the biggest things that uh, we have heard from our nurses that come to the gym, we have some ICU nurses that come to the gym and I ask them all the time, who do you see? What are they suffering with? You know, it's like, what's going on? In the, uh, are, do y'all have a lot of patients coming in? What's happening? And the number one thing that multiple nurses have told us that every person that comes in with COVID-19 and they get hospitalized and put on ventilators, they are chronically dehydrated, chronically dehydrated, and they cannot get them hydrated enough faster in, in order for their body to just even start functioning properly. So it's just so important to constantly be hydrating yourself with clean water and um, making sure that the way that you know if you're hydrated is if your pee looks like a very fine chardonnay. That's how you want to kind of that's how you want to kind of define that. If you got really yellow pee, that when you go into the bathroom, not after you take vitamins, but just regularly on a regular basis, it's telling you your body is very dehydrated. So you want your you want your pee to be clear or a kind of an off-white color to make sure your hydration levels are good because if your hydration levels are not okay 
then your body's actually not even functioning at a hundred percent. All hormones aren't kicking at the same time. And uh, I think both of our goal is to hit a gallon a day. And I know you carry that very obnoxious, massive one gallon jug. Why is it gotta be obnoxious, man? Oh, it's, a little, it's, a, oh, it's a half, it's a half gallon. It's, no, it's a gallon. Oh, it's a gallon. Okay. Fill it, well, fill it up once, drink the gallon. Okay. Well, all right. Everybody's got their thing. I just don't want to carry another baby around with me everywhere I went. I still, yeah. Uh, he, he just started walking. So, but yeah, I think that's, that's a huge thing being just chronically dehydrated and then fasting. I think I'm a, another thing that a lot of people don't know about fasting is um, it's very simple. The way that you can truly fast is if you eat at seven o'clock at night, don't eat for 12 hours or up to 16 hours. This is the basic of fasting. So if you don't, if you get done eating at seven o'clock at nighttime, if you don't want to do it for 16 hours, then your first time that you would put food in your mouth would be seven o'clock to give your body enough rest and time for it to basically clean itself out before you start putting nutrients back into it. Uh, I know you fasted a little bit longer than that. And, uh, you know, I choose to do it roughly around like 16 hours. And I found that to be really good for me because then I can get all my nutrients in throughout the day and not have to eat so late during the day. But again, uh, you know, I stopped eating at 6 30, 7 o'clock and just drink water and just hydrate. And I don't do anything until the following morning. So tell us a little bit about your fasting routine that you're doing. Yeah. So I've gone through several different levels of fasting and, um, and anytime that I kind of made that public, I was always real conscious about it because, uh, and we know people are watching the things that we say and, and, and you want to have some context built behind why you're doing what you're doing. So I'm glad we're talking about this. So what I found works best for me is to have that 16 hour window. Mm -hmm. Right. It's when I feel the best. It's when my food digests the best. It's what, what allows me to break down my day to where my morning time is built for elimination. Right. And then my afternoon and evening time is built for fueling. Right. So in the morning, I'm thinking about just drinking water uh, and letting my body do its job to eliminate any waste that's been built up from the day before. And then I want to fuel properly from the afternoon on. And just like you, I feel best when my last meal is not past 7 p.m. Uh, because it allows me to feel light, to I go to bed slightly hungry, which is now a very good signal for me. If I'm slightly hungry when I'm going to sleep, I love that because I know the next day I'm going to be ready to roll. My energy is going to be good. I'm not going to feel heavy and bloated. Um, when I break that and I, and I eat a late meal, the next day I feel completely different. Yeah. Okay. So that that's, that's me. Um, and so again, part of my encouragement is for everybody to be able to make that statement. What works for me is because if you're able to say that, then you know, you're paying attention to yourself and that's what this is all about right now. Um, so I like that 16 hour window. And then the first thing that I'm doing, which has been beautiful is the first thing that goes in my body is fruit when I eat. Right. So I'll either eat a variety of fruit or I'll do what's called a mono meal, a mono meal. I've had those last three days. Basically I'll take, uh, what works for me is like four or five of those little cutie oranges mm -hmm. and I, and I'll eat those because that's like the living water. Right. Um, because that fruit has water in it. So 
I call it my orange water. Mm-hmm. And so I'll, I'll eat, you know, five or six of those. And then uh, after that, that's when I'll get into a regular breakfast once that fruit digests. But I want that in my system first, especially during this time, because I want, you know, those cells that are, have been regenerated after the fast. I want them to receive as much nutrition as possible. Um, you're definitely going to get that from fruit and vegetables. So that's, that's my routine for, for the fasting. Yeah, that's great. And that's great insight too. And again, that, that works for you and everybody has to find out what works for them. I mean, if, if you can fast for eight hours and if you don't feel comfortable after eight then eat and then build that up to 10 and then build that up to 12 and then build that up to 16, but to a point where you can get your caloric intake that you need for the day. Um, another thing that I've been doing to keep myself very honest is I, I log my food. I log my food on a regular basis that way. So I make sure that I'm not over consuming carbs and I'm not over consuming fats. And, uh, and that's very easy for me to do now because I've been doing it for a very long time under my fitness pal. So knowing my numbers and knowing my body fat percentage and knowing how much muscle is on my body is very important. Not because I'm a trainer it's because if I have that information all the time, it's telling me if my body is in uh, operating at an optimal level or not. About um, in January, from January to March is when I really kind of, you know, fell off my own horse a little bit. And I ballooned up all the way up to like 197 pounds. And I was roughly around like 13% body fat, which is, which is high for me because I'm naturally a leaner person. And um, I, just re- I just buckled back down again. I started uh, logging my food. I started making sure that I'm not putting in, you know, garbage in my mouth like I like I always encourage my clients not to. And uh, recently I did it again. I'm down to 186 pounds at like 9% body fat. And I always felt better at about 185 pounds around that body fat percentage. So again, we encourage you, if you haven't done an in-body test, you definitely do one because then it can really set the tone of where your body fat percentage is and how much muscle and how much water is in your body. And then you can set goals from that point on. Um, another thing that I like to add to my repertoire, um, is basically a, a lineup of some vitamins and nutrients that I like to take. And, uh, usually I cycle my, my vitamins. I usually take them for about three months and then I take two weeks off from doing, doing any kind of, uh, vitamins because then what it does, it kind of helps kind of exit my system. If my system has gotten used to it and then I reintroduce it back again and it's just as potent. So you, I uh, used uh, very simple stuff. Corplex is a multivitamin from, uh, from Advocare that I've been using for years and I find to use that by design. And then uh, Omega Plex, which is a fish oil. And uh, I also use their uh, green powder on a daily basis in my smoothies. So these are, again, some of the nutrients and vitamins that uh, I take. And the best part about taking vitamins is that your body will absorb what it needs and it will extract what it does. It will actually let go of what it doesn't. So I have found it very helpful, especially during like cold season, during any, during any season, to kind of boost my vitamins and my nutrients up alongside with a very good nutrition plan in order to make sure my immune system is actually ready for anything that could be dangerous or it could, I could get sick. Anytime that I have gotten sick, I have a tendency to get over it very quick. And, uh, and I'm very grateful for that too. But again, it's for, it's because of the hydration is because of the good foods and vegetables that we're eating throughout the day. And also the vitamins and nutrients that I take as well. 
uh, I think an argument was not an argument, but somebody made a comment that, you know, some people can't afford vitamins or uh, some people can't afford that. That is true. That is very true. But there are a lot of vitamins that are provided in the foods that we can eat. So if we actually have better choices of foods, you actually will get those vitamins and nutrients. And right now, a lot of uh, what people don't know is that vitamin D is so vital for our mm. our health and so many of us are just basically sitting at home and scared of going outside we've got to go get some sun that's just free vitamin d for you uh if you go out there for 10 15 minutes you, you're not going to get seen skin cancer you know the darker your skin you have to actually stay out there a little bit longer if you have very fair skin you don't have to stay at, at, as long because you can get burned but still you can absorb that vitamin d which is so important for your immune system and um it kills the fungus in your body as well. So we have to get out there and get that vitamin D. And if you can, to add additional vitamins and nutrients um, to your system in order to build up your immune system. Because again, all the foods that we're eating are not coming right off of a tree. So there have been some processing, there has been traveling and freezing. So it has lost some of its nutrients. And that's what I do to basically compensate for the nutrients that may have been lost through food to put that back into my system. And I've seen pretty amazing results. And uh, a lot of our clients that take these products, they're very happy with it. One person is Lori. Lori loves taking them. And you know, she does, she, she swears up and down by it that she just hasn't gotten sick in like three or four years, which Again, that has a lot to do with her sleeping and working out and drinking her water and doing the things that she was doing. So as far as any kind of uh, extra nutrients, what do you do? Yeah, so I've, again, I've gone through different phases and I fully stand by vitamins, especially if you're adding them to an already sound nutrition uh, protocol that you follow. Um, the phase I'm in right now is I'm, I just want to be really focused. I'm developing a different relationship with food. So in order to do that, I removed everything, including vitamins and supplements. And I'm just focusing on uh, eating real clean food that has very minimal processing, right? Um, so no added sugar, um, making sure I eat as many vegetables as possible throughout the day, loading up on the fruits, uh, those two things. Between the fruits and vegetables, I'm getting a ton, a ton of nutrients, ton of vitamins. Um, definitely getting that sun in every day. And I, I used to be what some people would call anti-sun. You know, that has changed in the last year, especially. Um, realistically, re real hardcore in the last four months. I love being outside and feeling that sun on my skin. There's something that happens. It's almost instant transformation in the way you feel when that sun hits you. Uh, especially if you can get it in the, you know, in the morning, right? Yeah. There's something about that sunrise. Mm -hmm. uh, it just feels great. So I look forward to that. That's, that's the number one vitamin. Um, but other than that, my focus is I'm, I'm connecting my mindset and relationship to the amount of food that I eat, uh, which is a lot less at this point because I used to eat in a very emotional state where I would like, man, I just got to get the biggest plate of food possible. Where are we going to eat? What size plates do they have? Like, this is how I, I used to think, right? Because I just wanted to consume as much as possible. So now that feeling is, is completely gone, which is amazing. Uh, so I'm staying focused on just the quality of what's coming in 
and just enjoying it as like gratitude. I'm, I'm so glad that I have this meal at this moment and I wanted to do as many good things for my body as possible. Um, one, of the th one of the sayings that's come into my mind is, I'm tired of eating the food that they want to feed me. And you can think of they whoever they, as whoever you want to, but all you oh, have yeah. to do is walk the shelves of the grocery store and look at what's allowed to be fed to humans and just ask a few questions. Why am I eating that? And when I answered that question, I was eating that because that sugar tasted damn good and I need some more. Um, those carbs are, you know, that level of carbs, like all the bread and all the stuff for me, I'm talking about me, man, it's so good. Just give me some more of that. Anything that has that, um, that's easy and convenient. I don't have to cook it. I don't have to do anything to it. Just give me that. All I have to do is open the package. Like these are some of the thoughts that controlled me for years. And so all of that has changed where I'm like, I'm tired of eating the food that they want to feed me in order to move them forward. So my focus is optimizing myself right now. So as many fruits and vegetables as possible, just eating for fuel, just enough to, to be energized, to do the next thing I need to do in my life and getting outside, man, enjoying that sun. Yeah. I think we're definitely, we have the very similar patterns going on. And I think if our listeners and our, our clients and our family followed us in the steps that we're taking, they can definitely be on their way to having an amazing immune system. And last but not least is the workout routines. Um, and I have something that, uh, you know, a confession that not all trainers work out all the time. And, um, if you were spending three hours, four hours, five hours, six hours in the gym training your clients, the last thing that you want to do is actually stay there another hour. So one thing I've made sure with our schedule is I have found that between 7 a.m. and 9 a.m. is when my time to work out and if i miss that time frame it's hard for me to kind of squeeze that in and i have to squeeze it in before my clients get to the gym and then i have to skip some things so i've made it a routine for myself to make sure to hit my workouts between seven and nine or seven and uh yeah seven and nine a.m and the cool thing is because my wife has been home we've been able to work out together for the first time consistently over a six month period. So that's not only a deepened our relationship, but at the same time, um, you know, we're sharing very sacred time to where the kids are still sleeping. It's our time, it's our workout. So not only is it strengthening my body and it's strengthening her body, but it's also strengthening our relationship as well. Because right now they're in the time of this isolation that we have been put under. The most important things that we have are, is our relationships. And we can't get with people the way that we used to in the past. And we have to get closer with the people that are around us the most. And, um, you know, I've made sure not to skip any of my workouts. Uh, I'm going Monday through Monday through Sunday. And I'm doing seven days a week, but not like hardcore blown out workouts. Like today, it was a 20 minute sprint session for me and I'm done for the rest of the day. So I'm going to do active recovery for uh, for tomorrow, which is riding my bike or going for a walk and doing a stretching session and then getting back into the weight room again on Thursday uh, or on Friday and on Saturday. And so every day we're doing something 
with the kids outside like after I got done with my with my session and she got done with hers we went to a soccer field and started kicking the ball around with the kids and that's being active and moving around so constant movement and activity and making sure you're getting enough rest is an absolute formula for defending yourself and also building up your immune system if you're skipping your workouts and if you're going on a monday and then you're skipping all the way until friday you're not helping yourself you're actually hurting yourself you got to create some consistency in the process because your body will build up tolerance of stress that you're putting it under and then having it being able to recover from that stress is your defense mechanism so i call it my shield as soon as I wake up, I grab my shield and I started put I started putting my shield on that way when I call when I say the arrows of life coming at me, they're not going to be able to penetrate my body. They just hit my shield. I'm hydrated. I have the best food in my body. I have the best vitamins in my body. I have great relationships. I have slept well. Um, I, I've worked out. So it's like all these check marks throughout the day. It also allows me to have a clear mind to be able to go to the gym and give myself to my clients and not be an emotional wreck, also not be physically tired, mentally tired, and they don't get the best of us and they don't deserve that. They come to us for us to lift them up, not for us to basically push them down or bog them down with our uh, struggles that we're going through. So we're being asked to, uh, to lead and in order for to lead, I've got to lead myself first and then lead my family and then lead my clients in the gym. So yeah. that's, you know, the working out part is huge. And uh, the community that people have in our facility is huge because they get to be with somebody else. They get to go through this battle with someone else. And I think those relationships have actually like gotten deeper and more solid because this is the time they're telling us to stay away from each other. And this is the actual time where we need each other the most, in my opinion. And uh, that's not only, it was already a safe haven for people, but it's become even a more, um, a more appreciated safe haven for myself, for my clients, you know, take away something that you truly love and then you really know how much you actually love it. And that happened to us for two months. So, but that's been my workout routine is I'm, as I'm doing something every single day, there's not a day that I just say, I'm not I'm just going to sit on the couch and just binge Netflix. There's just, it's not possible. So if it's active recovery, weightlifting, hit training, uh, playing with the kids, we're doing something seven days a week to make sure our bodies are moving. We're sweating. And again, getting that sunshine and making sure our bodies are strong in order when something comes along we can actually fight it off. What are you doing with your workout routine? How many times are you working out? What's going on with you? Yeah, man. Well, it's, it's no secret because I've been doing it publicly that uh, I'm doing this, uh, what's called 75 hard. So I won't get into all the details of that, but basically there's five daily disciplines. And one of those disciplines is two workouts every day, uh, two 45 minute workouts a day. And one of them must be outside. So, um, you know, I've, adopted the the morning walk or bike ride in the morning for 45 minutes outside i love that first thing um to get my mind right and then usually what i'll do is i'll get into uh some weights or some mobility work in 
the afternoon, just depending on where I'm at in the week. So, and plenty of people have asked, well, hey, how are you working out 14 times a week? And like, look, smart programming is really important. And so this is where if you don't have a coach, it's important to have one, no matter how many times you're working out per week. Um, but as a coach, I'm fortunate to know that smart programming is vitally important, especially in a situation like this, even doing seven workouts a week, like you got to program that, right? You can't just smash yourself every day. Exactly but right. there is definitely two days a week where I look forward to smashing the hell out of myself. Right. right. And um, I usually try to go live or something on Facebook because Anna likes doing those with me. And it's just, man, look, those workouts are fun for me. It, it feeds my, my aggressive mentality that I've had for years since playing football with you in high school. Like I, I need that for myself. Right. I love it. Um, and then there's, you know, two or three days a week where I'm definitely lifting weights, building the body and making it, you know, uh, making sure I retain that muscle, staying strong. Uh, and then there's two other days where I'm doing some mobility work or or getting into, you know, some sprints or I might go out and take a longer run. Um, but definitely two workouts a day, 45 minutes each minimum. And, you know, the the reason I got into this, because there's something important you said is, even as a trainer, I found myself, especially through this quarantine, getting a little soft in my mindset on a lot of things in my life. And one of those things was my workouts. I would skip a workout here and there, or I would go out to do a workout and I would just kind of casually do some stuff and just feel good that I was moving around, which is better than nothing. But that is also a very addictive and dangerous cycle to get into. Yeah. And so I would find myself sometimes two or three days not really doing much. And that was affecting everything else in my life. Right. So I was like, you know what? That's that's not what works for me. What works for me is a structure of knowing that here's what I'm doing today and it must be done It's non-negotiable. And so that's what I love about um, the, the phase that I'm in right now. And I'm calling it a phase, but it's become life. Right? Right. I, I wouldn't know at this point, I wouldn't like the way I felt at all if I didn't do the routine. Yeah. And so that's where the power is, um, is in the routine. So two workouts a day, but at least, I would say everybody at this point in life to build your immune system, other than the sleep, the food and managing your stress, get some kind of activity in every day. And again, it doesn't have to be smashing yourself all the time. It needs to be no. something intentional that you're doing, especially with the mindset is I want to build myself. If you're doing it for that reason, man, you're, you're going to have a great session no matter what it is. Yeah. Right. You know, listening to a podcast by Sean Stevenson with the, the, the model health show, he, he mentioned that even a, a 30 minute walk activates the killer cells in the body. Yeah. A 30 minute walk. That's it. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, someone again was, was saying on the post that, you know, some people are not going to be able to afford workout programs. You're right. But God gave you two feet and gave you a free country to live in so you can actually walk outside. And you can do it any time during the day, right? Go so 20 minutes, 30 minute walk per day. Even if you did that twice a day, hypothetically, and didn't do anything else, you could still activate the killer cells in your body every time you move. So for those of you that are working out, for those of you that are taking care of yourself, I want you to understand something. It's, it's deeper and bigger than just looking sexy and uh, getting a six pack for the summer. 
you're activating your killer cells every mm -hmm. time you move, every time you sweat, every time your heart rate goes up, every time you press, you pull, you push, you slam, you're doing something and forcing your body to actually be under stress, which is intentional stress, you are activating your killer cells, mm -hmm. which in essence does what? Kills everything that comes into the body that does not belong there. Yeah. So it is so important for us to get that in our mind that movement is life. Movement is Definitely. life. And just remember that the people that stop moving are the people that have already decided they're going to die soon, period. Once you start moving again, you start living again. Right. Um, just to kind of touch back on things that we talked about to kind of close this out, to really build up your immune system, to really activating those killer cells in the body is first and foremost, prioritize the night before you go to bed. Make sure you're getting no less than six to seven hours of sleep. And we're being kind of like generous with that because usually they're saying eight hours, but um, that's the number one thing. The second thing is being absolutely hydrated throughout the whole day. Make sure you can, you have enough water around you. Uh, make sure like if you know, Donovan has a gallon jug that he takes with him. Uh, I have these Yeti cups that I just basically fill back up. Whatever your ammo is, just, just fill it up and make sure you drink it. Uh, the third thing is make sure you the food that you're putting inside your body is as natural and as has the least amount of hormones and preservatives inside of it. So most of the time, those are going to be your vegetables. Those are going to be your lean meats. Those are going to be your grass-fed food. Those are going to be your legumes, like your beans and your lentils, like lentils, you know, I mentioned in that post is probably one of the healthiest foods you could possibly ever eat because it has all the fiber, the, the, the carbs, the protein, the nutrients in it. And one bag is like a dollar. So there's no excuse for you guys not to eat better foods, uh, adding vitamins and nutrients in your system. If you can afford it, get some great vitamins and nutrients in your system, starting with the absolute basic, which is a multivitamin, a fish oil and a green drink because those will give the nutrients in your body that you may not have gotten a chance to put in during the day. And also fasting to make sure that you eat, that your last meal is around six, seven o'clock, and then you don't eat until set six, seven o'clock the next day, minimum of 12 hours. And if you can build it up to 16 hours, you can do that too. Because again, if the body is under stress, what does it do? It gets better. That's the whole concept of working out. Why are you working out? You go into the gym, you stress your body out, you stress your muscles out, they tear, your body repairs it, and all of a sudden you have bigger muscles and stronger muscles and faster muscles. That's the same concept with fasting. So I know you're not going to starve either. And if you want to dive more into fasting, uh, you can definitely contact us or get a coach that's an expert in fasting and we can, we can uh, help you along that journey as well too. And last and most important thing is don't miss your workouts, whatever that may be, whether it's twice a day, like Donovan is doing, it's a low impact, high impact, or seven days a week, like I'm doing, or, you know, four or five times for the people that come to the gym. But on the days that you're not getting there, you got to make sure you're getting your walks in, you're getting your bike rides, you're going out there, you're playing, you're basically moving and sweating. Um, that kind of concludes what we're, what we've, what we believe as coaches, what we believe as our uh, as fitness leaders in our community that you need to do to kind of to to for sure increase your immune okay. uh, 
your immune health and your body health. And um, if there's anything I left out, I'll, I'll throw it back to you, Don. No, man, I, I just want everyone to, to know that um, this is a, a mental game we're playing. This, this life is a mental game that we're playing. And if we can conquer the mental game by taking little daily actions where we build trust with ourselves, it helps us to put on this armor for all the things that are going on out there. Yes, stay informed. Yes, understand what's going on. Yes, it's real. Take the precautions that are being, you know, um, relayed to us. But go deeper than that and start leading yourself at a, a deeper level. Optimize yourself. Look at all the little daily things you're doing and question, why are you doing it? Is it, is it adding value to your life? Is it making you healthier, stronger? And if it's not, start understanding if you can put yourself in a position to stack as many conditions in your favor as possible, you win the game. Yeah. Right. No matter what you hear, you win the game because if you can stand there with a strong body and a strong immune system, you've won. Yeah. Not saying nothing can come in, but if it does, you have a better chance of, like you said, of overcoming it. So stack as many conditions in your favor as possible. And let's all win this mental game together and let's bounce things off of each other. We all need, everybody has different feedback. Like let's, uh, let's do it together. Yeah. And, and, and again, make sure that you are tightening up your relationships and making your relationships deeper and, um, and put something in your mind first thing in the morning yeah. that will get you, that will set the tone for you. Great. Grab a great book, listen to a great book on your walk, do something that'll set the tone. Um, with that being said, we are grateful that you guys stayed with us and uh, listened to this podcast. I hope that this was helpful. We tried to keep it as basic as possible and not go so deep into the science and, uh, and the intricacies of it because when it all fails, we just got to go back to the basics. When we go back to the basics, everything goes, everything, everything works again. And um, keep it basic, uh, keep it together during these crazy times you know, lead yourself in order for you to be able to lead your family and be able to lead your community. We are uh, grateful for you guys. Uh, if this podcast was helpful to you, please share it and uh, we will catch you on the next episode. Peace, y'all. For more from Bodies by Design, please head over to bbdforlife.com. If this show was valuable to you, please share it out. There's someone that needs this message right now. Also, please head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review. When you do this, it helps us climb the iTunes charts, reach more people, and impact the next life. We appreciate you tuning in, and we're committed to keep bringing you more great content that, when applied, has the power to change your life.